Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear Christians, Jesus is risen from the dead. Of this we can be sure. The grave is defeated. Victory has been assured. Those who were weeping are filled with joy. Those who were in darkness rejoice in the knowledge that they shall never again walk in darkness. Why? Because Jesus, who was dead, is now alive. Christ rose on this morning. And if that were not enough, consider this. Not only did he rise from the dead, but he's not angry. He's not angry. Yes, though Peter denied him, though the rest of the disciples ran away, though he was falsely accused, though he was spat upon, though he was beaten and otherwise mistreated, though we nailed him to the cross, though he was pierced for our transgressions, and killed, he's not angry. Look in your gospel lesson at what he says to Mary. Go and tell my brothers. He doesn't say, go and tell those scoundrels who denied me and ran away. No, go tell my brothers. The word brother implies fraternity, love, care, family. That's how Jesus views us. On this, his day of resurrection. Jesus is raised from the dead, and now all of us are his family. Now, have you considered what that means? To be family with Jesus, the one who died and rose again. If Jesus is your brother, that means God is your father. And that affects a lot of things. That's why you pray the way that you do, saying, Our Father, rather than Jesus' Father. That's why you say, Our Father, and not merely, O oh, great God. God is now your father because Jesus is now your brother. That means what God has is now your inheritance. 
He promises you love and care to support your body and life, not just here and now on earth, but also forever in his heavenly kingdom. He promises that on this mountain you will be able to eat the richest food and drink the finest wines, which are in fact Christ's holy body and precious blood. Resurrected body and blood. And he promises that as you eat that food of heaven, that he will swallow up death forever, not just for your brother Jesus, but also for you. God is now your father. He loves you. He cares for you. He'll provide for you. And he'll do all those things way better than any earthly father could do. After all, God is glad that your brother Jesus has been raised from the dead. And he's glad that you are now a part of his family. Yes, the resurrected Jesus is now your brother. He's your big brother, in fact. You know, the big brother who stands up for you, even as you continue to face sin, death, and the power of the devil in this sinful world and life. He's your resurrected big brother, the one who has your back. As illnesses arise and sicknesses come upon you, Jesus stands up for you against them. When the fight gets bad, Jesus steps in and takes the punches for you, like any good big brother would. But unlike earthly big brothers, he doesn't hold his love and care for you above your head, waiting for you to pay him back by sharing part of your dessert with him. Instead, Jesus rejoices that he is able to love and care and support you, even by earning you eternal life. He's the perfect big brother, the one who loves you, not seeking anything in return. He's your perfect big brother who has raised from the dead and promises that you will as well. Jesus is risen. He's your brother. God is your father. You are part of the family of God and you shall be forever without end. And there's more to it than just that. You're a part of God's family. Family gets together for Easter for Christmas, for birthdays, for vacations, for weddings, for funerals, 
Family gets together, and not just the big things, but also the boring, ordinary things, like weekly church. Sometimes family sets aside normal activities like work and school and sports to get together, and that's what we do as the family of God right here. Your heavenly family, in fact, ought to come first. I mean, think about it. God provides you with all you need to support your body and life forever. And Jesus died on the cross to rescue you from sin, death, and the grave. Why wouldn't you want to hang out with that family? Why wouldn't you want to have your wedding with him at the top of the list? Why wouldn't you want to spend Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and even the Sunday after Easter with that kind of family? Why wouldn't you want to have a prayer with God, your Heavenly Father, before every meal? Why wouldn't you want to talk to him and the rest of your family before bed every evening. God the Father is the best father possible. Jesus is the best brother imaginable. They love you. They care for you. Jesus died and rose for you. And family listens to one another. When your earthly father says, be home by 10, you try and listen. In the same way, when your heavenly father says, you shall not steal, or any of the other commandments, you ought to listen as well. We love our Heavenly Father because He saved us through Jesus. And we listen to our Heavenly Father for the same reason. Now, perhaps we sinful children aren't perfect, but we still seek to honor and obey our Heavenly Father. And when we fail, we confess and receive forgiveness from that Heavenly Father. Forgiveness earned by blood and glory and resurrection. For you see, that forgiveness is the very thing our Heavenly Father wants us to have. So that we might not be weighed down by guilt anymore because Jesus has been risen so that we might not be stained and impure anymore because Jesus has risen, so that we might not be burdened with guilt any longer because Jesus is risen. 
That's why Jesus came, to win forgiveness for you, to declare himself your brother, to die on the cross for you, to earn your complete and total forgiveness. It is finished now. Your sin is forgiven. Jesus is your brother. God is your father. And you are their family. It's a part of God's family. As a sibling to Jesus, God promises this to you. That because Jesus lives, you will live. That he will never abandon nor forsaken his family members. That this world and all that it has cannot defeat you or weigh you down. Sure, it can throw terrible things at you as it may, but you will always be in God's loving care. Dear Christian, this world might even kill you. It will, in fact, unless Jesus returns first. But your Heavenly Father still promises that you will live forever. Your big brother Jesus still says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Your family has promised that though your heart stopped, though you be placed in a box under the ground, though your body decompose and blow away in the wind, that your brother Jesus will one day stand where your body lies and call you out of the grave. Come forth, and you shall. Your brother Jesus will put your body back together cell by cell, atom by atom, even better than it is now, because then it will be without sin to live forever and ever and ever and ever. Because you're in the family of God, this is what awaits you. Because Jesus is your brother, you'll no longer hunger, thirst, suffer, struggle, weep, hurt, or face any other malady once the day of resurrection comes. And on that day, when your bodies 
returned back to perfect order. When you arise from the grave, just as Jesus did, you'll go to live with God. You'll see your heavenly Father face to face. He'll provide directly from his own hand. He'll love and care for you forever without end. That's what today means. On this day, dear Christians, Jesus rose from the dead. It's a miracle. It's a great blessing. Christ climbs out of the grave and overflows with love for the apostles, for the women at the tomb, and for you. Jesus is now your brother. God is now your father. And through the work of the Holy Spirit in the preached word, you'll know that's true, even into eternal life. For Christ is risen. He's risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.